welcome to the Santos Says Podcast, episode number six. I'm your host and your boy, Santos, proud owner of Santos Threads. Make sure you guys check out santos-threads.com, the best for the latest and greatest in urban sportswear for men's and women's. Men and women's sportswear, make sure you check it out. Santos-threads, S-A-N-T-O-S-T-H-R-E-A-D-S.com. I am very excited for today's guest because um, in this episode, we're going to talk about a subject that's near and dear to my heart. Um, I am a big music fan. Anybody who knows me knows uh, I'm a big R&B guy. I absolutely love hip-hop, love R&B, love Spanish music, love all kinds of music, jazz, uh, so on and so forth. So on this episode, I'm going to have a special guest here today. Um, She is a singer, a dancer, an entrepreneur, uh, does TikTok, does Instagram. I mean, she does tons of things. She wears a lot of hats. Uh, the very talented artist and very talented person. Obviously, she's a Latina fellow New Yorker like me. Um, and I'm going to have her here. I'm very pleased to invite her here. And I see she's um, there backstage waiting. Um, so I'm, I'm very happy to have her here. And what we're going to talk about is what has happened to R&B music? Why is it not as popular as it once was? Um, there was a time where R&B was one of the most mainstream genres um, you know, you can hear that's out there. Um, I still am a huge fan of R&B music. I always believe that if you want good music, you can find it. You just have to look. But uh, nowadays with the streaming age, uh, people are hesitant and, and, and kind of like a lot of uh, not so talented people get pushed to the top while the talent kind of languishes behind. So um, that's something that we're going to talk about. And um, I also wanted to get her, just we'll touch base with her, find out what she's up to. Uh, she's got tons of stuff she's working on. So we'll, we'll get a, we'll find out what's going on with her now, uh, what she's up to. And also, I just want to touch base with her also and get her opinion on um, kind of like the underappreciated legacy of Latinos in R&B. Uh, R&B slash soul, because R&B is, is, as a genre, has been around a long time. But really, there's a lot of different genres that predated it. Uh, whether you had rock and roll, doo-wop, uh, soul music, so on and so forth. So we'll get into that, just like the underrated legacy of Latinos, because Latinos have really put it down in the genre for a long time. So without further delay, I'd like to welcome to the show, Bianca. Hi. How you doing? How you doing? Welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming on. Very good. And so I, I, I see so. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I was going to ask, okay, like, what is your, what is your background? But, um, the shirt is cool. So we know. <laughs> you know, this Boricua. is actually one of my favorite shirts to chill in. So it just so happens to have a flag. So. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, that's awesome. Boricua all the way. That's great. You know, I'm, I'm one of the things I told you, you know, when I, I wanted to try to set this up was really one of the things, right? Cause I don't like to pigeonhole myself. Right. So I do a lot of mm-hmm. stuff that's, you know, fashion sports based, but at the same time, I like to cover different topics. And I also like to bring 
spotlight to Latinos that are really doing their thing. So that was one of the inspirations for really wanting to, to have you here. So I appreciate you joining me. Thank you. Oh, um, I'm flattered. Thank you. Appreciate it. No, pro no problem. Absolutely. So here we go, right? So I, I was thinking of this because this is one of those topics that really, it fascinates me, right? Because as time goes on, the musical genres change. And I kind of feel like now with where R&B slash soul music, right? Where it is right now, it, it's kind of in a weird place because I feel like now the rappers are singing. So you got rappers who are singing, <laughs> and then in some instances, you got singers who want to rap, mm -hmm. right? So, and, and yeah. so like, one, right, it, it's crazy. So like one of the things I noticed about you, and, and again, I, I, you know, I would say I had to go back and look, find some of your stuff and, and, and see what you, you know, um, obviously before this to see what you're about, right? And so one of the things I noticed was that your, like your music, first of all, you could actually sing, which is good. Thank you. Like, <laughs> You could actually sing. Like I heard the song. She's got this song called Tell Me. Um, uh -huh. Very nice song. Uh, did you write this song yourself? Thank you. Um, who produced this song? I did. Awesome. Okay, so you wrote the... Um, okay. Yeah, I wrote the lyrics. Um, honestly, I was literally just on my computer desk one night. And I was just, I was stressed out about something that has nothing to do with the song. I was, it was a stressed out um, evening. I was all like just emotionally worked up. So then all of a sudden I was just like, <sighs> start writing, writing, writing. Start taking and out on that pen. Yeah. And you know what? That's a good feeling that that was, I guess that was a kind of a therapy session for me. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> it, well, yeah, it's a good, it's a song. It's one of those songs. You could definitely hear the, the feeling that you put into it. The lyrics are very, um, you know, well written. You did you did a really good job with that song, and I guess that was one of the really one of the things that I really, um, you know, that I respected about you. That I, when I you know when I saw your work, I was like, man, okay, she can actually sing. Like you gotta you gotta you gotta remember, like we're in an age where everybody wants to be a celebrity. Everybody wants to be a uh, whether it's a YouTuber or some sort of right. Everybody wants to be out there, famous, dancing, doing yeah. everything. But ninety percent of the people don't have talent. They just don't. They don't have the talent. Well, so it's about trends, you know. There's a lot of right. trends that 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 go on. Of course, you know, you see TikTok, which you know, to some degree, it's 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 a lot of fun. You know, you can do whatever you want and follow the trends and stuff like that. Um, but it definitely makes makes a, a huge difference in terms of like you know people who want to put themselves out there. So it's definitely um, a, a different time. But then at the same time, that also becomes really, really saturated. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you want to be able to still find a way. And I think it's very important, especially as these trends are happening, it's very important to be able to acknowledge the people who even create, especially, let's say, like, like dances, but like, let's say the really cool TikTok dances or even songs um, that people sing. You want to make sure that, that those people are, are getting acknowledged for, for that work. And their creativity rather than just putting the focus on the trend in itself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now, especially we come, we're in an era, we're in the streaming age, technology age. And, and I think ownership is a big thing. I think that's one of the biggest differences from before. Whereas before you had to rely on a machine, you had to sign to a major <laughs> record label, right? You had to be yeah. pray that you ran into somebody on the street. 
right? That'll sign you. <laughs> that now that's the not dream the case. Everyone talked about. They're like, I was on the corner of Madison Square Garden, and this producer came up to me and said, "Do you want to be a superstar?" And I said, "Yeah." And then next, the following week, I had an album and I was signed. Like that's literally what we talked about as kids that we that we would hope would happen. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I, 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 found, I ran, I went to Times Square and I, I ran into Fat Joe and he said he was going to make me an honorary member of the Terror Squad. Like, yeah, okay. I started spitting bars. Like, yeah, okay. That's exactly how it happened. Like, yeah. And here I am now. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, that's very interesting. Right. So that's one of those things that, yeah, like that's the biggest change from before to today, but and again, I, I hate to sound, and I try my, I swear to you, like I try my best to be as open-minded as possible. I don't like to be that guy that's like uh-huh. the get off my lawn guy. Like I'm not trying to be that get off my lawn guy, <laughs> but I can't help myself sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I have no choice but to be the get off my lawn guy because somebody's got to give it to them straight. Right. So what I mean by that uh-huh. is, you know, you have all this auto tune, right? All this auto tune, like, and it's not, it's not particular. I get it, like it's current, but it's not particularly pleasing to the ear all the time, right? You want to know someone can sing, especially mm-hmm. if you're a singer. If you're a rapper, okay, yeah. but if you're a singer, singer, you want to be able to display your vocals. You want to be able to show your range. You want to show your actual talent, and especially on stage. You're not, you're not doing that on stage. You got to really sing. Mm-hmm. Right, right. There's a rawness that's involved in really being able to hear. Um, and if anything, even the times that I've, that I've recorded, um, what some producers do is they'll automatically kind of have it on in the background. But then I'll notice that, that when I'm singing, it's suddenly like taking my voice somewhere else. And I'm like, I'm like, can you like take that out? Like it actually throws me off personally. Um, so I can understand why like, it's, I don't know, but really in terms of like the, the quality of the sound of it, I can understand why um, you people, even, even myself, you'd want to hear someone sort of in their organic rawness, you know, and there's a beauty behind it. Uh, even, even if there were slightly in, imperfect uh, notes, you know, a transition from one note to the other isn't like 100% perfect. There's something beautiful about it because I think that you can connect to the emotion behind it even more so than when you're putting a machine to the the sound yeah yeah it takes something <laughs> away for yeah no you're right it takes something yeah, away and, and it's all yeah like and, and it's one of those things that you notice like you know it does take something away from it because like I feel like if you put on any sort of radio station if you're streaming anything like anything you can't hear a song without hearing um without hearing some sort of uh, auto-tune or some sort of uh, manipulation of someone's voice. And, and yeah. so I think that's a little disappointing for me, especially someone who grew up kind of, um, I don't, you know, my music, like my musical, my music palette goes back. Like I'm talking 60s, 70s, mm-hmm. like all the way to current. I, I like to keep, I'm very open-minded. And so that's one of those things that I, I try to keep. That's the good you know, stuff. Yeah. That's, the good that's where everything stuff. comes from. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So it's it's one of those things. So, you know, I guess as someone who creates music, someone who's who's um, you know, an artist such as yourself, right? Um, what is it that you feel to to you in your opinion, like 
what is it do you feel is missing right now from from that game, from from that genre? Because I've seen like a precipitous like like as far as like the talent and as far as like the respect, as far as the popularity, like R and B slash soul music, however you, you want to you know uh, call it. I've just seen it just go like no one wants to be an R and B singer anymore. It seems like mm -hmm. it's, it's just crazy. So yeah, what do you think is like that? Yeah, I've I'm sorry. A lot of, no, no, that's okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I sometimes I'm like, oh, I, I, I thought you finished the question. <laughs> sometimes my thoughts are also racing. I don't want to like jump in. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but. I've been told a lot by multiple people. They're just like, oh, you know, especially when I tell them like, yeah, I sing R&B, like R&B, you know, crossover pop. They're like, oh, r and dead. Like you shouldn't be singing that, da, 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 da. you know? And um, that actually, there's always a little part of me that feels a little bit discouraged when I, when I not discouraged from singing it, but it, it definitely is um, disheartening to hear that. Um, that suddenly a lot of people have it in their mind that it's it's old news and it's done and it's over with and it's never coming back, you know? I've always kind of had this feeling inside that somehow it would, but perhaps it would just evolve, you know? Kind of like how it started, you know, in like the 60s and 70s. There's a, there's a sound that it, that it was back then, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, and you think like Al Green and just all the good stuff, you know, and yeah, Curtis and, Mayfield and, then, and yeah, absolutely. And then after a while, once you got to the the eighties, it started to have a sound, and then it reached the nineties. I'm obsessed with nineties R and B, by the way. Same um, here, same here. It's my favorite era. To, oh, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would say the nineties so are. Yeah, I would say like the nineties to me was the best era in hip hop and R&B to me. Now I can, now listen, I could be biased. Look, I'm, I'm 30 something. Okay. So mm -hmm. I could be biased because the, you know, I grew up in, and we're always, you know, we grew up in certain eras and it's kind of like, whatever. Right. Um, but that's just what it is. Like to me, that's, it felt like, wow, like this feels good. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. That was, I mean, it's, it's my favorite era too. Like that's the era really that, that truly, truly inspired me um, as an artist. And, and I take so much of that with me um, today as, as an artist. And, and, and I think that's, that's, that's what's really important about being an artist is that you, it's important to take the time to really connect to what kind of, what really shaped you and molded you um, as a person, as well as an, as an, as an artist, but they really kind of go hand in hand. Um, but I was thinking before was that um, a lot of people were talking about how it's dead and everything. I believe that it, 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 it comes back. I don't, I'm not going to ever say that it's dead because it's just, I refuse mm -hmm. to believe it, but it's it is not. definitely going to be evolved, you know, in, in some way. Uh, so to some degree, it may not necessarily sound like exactly like it did in in the nineties, let's say, but I think, um, I think that there, I think even currently there is, there is some type of a return of it, which actually I'm very excited about. So there's artists such as, um, LMA, yeah. Kehlani. Love um, them. Love them. Started listening to them. And I was just like, even her. Oh, I was just like yeah. her. 
this. I was like, I literally wanted to shake all three of them and say, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because they were bringing that yeah. that back and they were bringing that raw emotion back, um, which is what I love about really all three of them. Her in particular, because she is, when I listen to her songs, it sounds very honest. And that's how I wrote my song, Tell Me. It came from an honest place. It's just saying how I feel, everything like that. Um, and I love poetry, so it's just writing out a poem and, and being honest about it. So um, I, I love that. And I think that's the the really beautiful thing about R&B. I think maybe perhaps it kind of fell out a little bit because um, it almost seems like when times change and there's a lot of craziness going on, maybe people put more of a focus on maybe more of like party songs and and some of the more upbeat stuff. Um, not to say that R&B is all sad. I think that there is also uh, a feeling of, of hope and joy that you get from R&B music. Um, but I know that I, at some point it was like you had the party songs, like what, what Chris Brown started to evolve and do more of like the party songs. And, um, you know, along with Pitbull, um, Kesha, just a lot of that pop music really, really took over. Club, um, club music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the club stuff. So people were, were enjoying that. And then I think over time, like now that it's become a lot of like dancing trends, it's maybe more of a focus on that. Um, I will say even now, it's also like the the urban Latin market is really um, doing well, which actually I'm excited about. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That I'm like, all right, cool, cool. Um, because at least there is that touch of that 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 um, urban and of course, Latin flavor um, in there. Um, but I feel like there could, I feel like there could be a transition. I feel like there could be something where um, R&B will make a strong, an even stronger statement. I think it's doing well so far, I think. Um, but I think that it's really, really, and it, it started with with her and with Kehlani and, and, and LMA. I think that it's going to continue to make an impact. Maybe I'm just hopeful, but I I don't know. I have a feeling. That's also that's really why I've never I've never given up on that. There's a there's a rawness and honesty that I really like about it. Not to say that I would never do like like I would love to be on a on a record with with um um Osuna and J Balvin and Of course. <laughs> of course. Like I Hello. <laughs> right. Watch this. What's up? Right, right. Um, I'm saying, yeah. Shout out right um, here. Look, Bianca's right here. Yeah. Get her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but with R&B music, for sure, you know, growing up with it, it's always going to be a huge part of who I am as an artist. So I always want to always want to somehow be connected to it. I'm like, it's just too good. <laughs> of course. No, it is. It is. And and also like one of the things I noticed and, and you see, it's interesting when you brought up about like the artists who are really still uh, prevalent, uh, prevalent, excuse me, today who are making good R&B music. They're mostly female. I noticed that in the one the one aspect I will notice as far as where R&B is today, that's positive, mm -hmm. in my opinion. The There are more female R&B artists, I feel, that are making really pure that hardcore, heartfelt, heartfelt R&B music today than there has been in a long time. I think the females are doing better than they've ever done. I think on the male side, it's not as strong right now. I think the male artistry is not as strong. I think it's it's lacking, in my opinion, as far as like prominent R&B artists who are making pure, like we're just, I mean, how long we're waiting for Chris Brown to be on his best behavior? 
you know, like, I mean, and no, I'm serious. Like, okay, and, and this is what, no, this is not a knock on his talent. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Brown is one of the most talented individuals on the face mm -hmm. of the earth, but the guy cannot get out of his own way. He can't. Mm -hmm. That's part of artistry too. Guess what? You, as an artist, as a public figure, you have the responsibility to behave and to be, you know, a halfway decent human being. You're in the public eye. I'm sorry. You can't be beating people up and throwing gang signs and doing, you know, stupid stuff. I'm sorry. Like, that's as raw as I'm going to give it, but it's true, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have a moral responsibility, whether you like it or not. That's why you're making the money because you're you're a public figure. You know, mm -hmm. I know there are a lot of, right? There are celebrities who say, oh, I'm not a role model. I'm not this, I'm not that. Yeah, but you signed up for it. You know, when you're yeah. a public figure, you signed up for it. Whether I'm not saying you got to be a, a, a church mouse. I'm not saying that. <laughs> you know, you don't have, you know, you can live your life and do what you want to do, but... There's a certain code of conduct that you must that applies when you're in that position. I I feel, um, in yeah. my humble opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's, so it's it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing. I think with with him, like I'm kind of an empath. <laughs> so one of the things that I always think about, like I'm not saying like um like taking you know one side or the other. Like when it comes to people's decisions, I definitely like hearing about let's say Chris Brown and 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 you know his actions is you know extremely disappointing you know and and it, it makes me sad you know one of the things that I do think about though is is um when people are not in the best place and they're trying to maybe work through some of their issues but then they happen to be in the public eye that also I would say makes me feel really bad. And again, that's like my empathetic side where I'm just like, oh, maybe he's having like, maybe he's like rooted in childhood. Like, like I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of dig like deep into that, but I do still agree that there is a responsibility a hundred percent in, in making sure that, that, um, that you're, you know, I guess looking out for your own behaviors essentially if that makes sense you're not wrong though it's, you're it's not a, wrong it's a, tough, it's a tough thing yeah you're not wrong listen you feel really bad i feel really bad no you're you're 100 right you're not wrong and and look i'm not trust me i'm, I'm not the moral police okay i'm not <laughs> i'm just saying just want to put that out there santos yeah. is not the moral police okay yeah. i'm not a saint but what i'm trying i'm just trying to <laughs> Right. I'm, what I'm what I'm trying to say is that I'm I'm speaking from a vantage point as a fan, too. You know, like I, I yeah. want to see artists do well and I want to see them put out yeah. good music. And I want the narrative to be about what they do with their music, not yeah. about okay. the other stuff, the controversy. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. I agree. And so I, it always sucks when there is like like the personal issues start to come out and it's just like, oh, gosh, like. Uh, they're so talented. They're so good. You know, it's, it's, it's sad. You know, it's fun. It is sad. And, um, you know, what's funny. Let now we're, let's, let's get back to, I, I wanted to also talk about, cause you mentioned LMA, which I'm a fan of hers, like big time. I, mm -hmm. I, I, you could tell that she studied, like she totally studied American R&B. Like you could totally, it, it shows like it's, she was nineties oh all day. That's she listened to nineties R&B. That's what she, all she did because you would you could turn her music back like you could literally take her music 
and transport your mind back to that time. It, it, it goes together. Like it's the same. It's, oh it's amazing. God. Yeah. It that's what it reminds, that's what her voice reminds me of. Yeah. And that's why I was so excited to hear her. Cause it was just like, Oh, the first time I ever heard her voice, I literally like, I was taken aback. I literally went like, I was like the people that like got her on board and everything. I'm like, they knew that this was some sort of a throwback, but current thing. Like they wanted to bring something back. <laughs> they, they hit a home run. They and hit a I'm home run. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Me too. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they hit a home run with that one. And, and, you know, obviously yeah. she's done great things for herself. I'm, I'm a big fan of hers as well. Um, who are some of your biggest influences? Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, um, so it's definitely started first with Michael Jackson. Um, when I was, I mean, when I was born, I think he was doing his, this is going to give my age away. <laughs> you don't, you don't have to give out your age, but was it, was it already the phase where he's like hanging ba babies off the balcony or was it no, like, <laughs> no, his, uh, his, okay. So his skin was lighter already. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah, but his right, skin so has been lighter a long time already. Definitely on his bad tour when he was. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it started like, you know how he started at first looking like Hispanic? So I, think I know. Yeah, yeah. He, he looked like Julio in the beginning. Like, <laughs> so Jackson. Like, a, like he looked like a, like a Puerto Rican. So. Yeah, he looked like a Puerto Rican. Like, he had the curls and stuff like, like, like curls, Miguel. He yeah, was Miguel. He had the same hair. Like I'm Miguel Jackson. I'm Miguel Jackson. <laughs> Miguel Jackson. I'm gonna remember that. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, he did, and then little by little, yeah, he got lighter and lighter. Yeah, yeah. So at the time, it was really when I was more of a toddler. Like by that point, he was doing his uh, his his dangerous tour, and that's when I was when I had really become familiar with him. From there is when I started to listen back to his older stuff and then follow him from there um but i remember my mom she's so amazing she me and my, my shout sister out to mom both, shout out to mom shout out to mom she recorded the the concert on vhs and for any young people who don't know what that is <laughs> it's a tape <laughs> that you put in the vcr google what a vcr is okay so anyway google VHS, she recorded yes. it <laughs> VHS so that we could watch it and she even also bought us the she bought us like a, a history tape the history VHS which had the music videos volume one um which had thriller and and I had that had. you had it too I, oh yes I, I had I have it oh that's how I learned the dances by the way I had to rewind and play rewind and play but um, well, I can't dance I can't so, dance yeah, like that I, Oh, you can't? <laughs> not like that. No, not like not like like that. Nothing remotely close to that. I, I tried. I tried. But... <laughs> but but uh when I heard his his music and I saw him um doing his uh his dangerous tour, I became obsessed very quickly. I mean, I was just in awe of this man um and the way that he commanded the stage um his level of conviction and passion when he performed um i was like and seeing him with his dancers on the stage um doing like dangerous and thriller and and everything i was just like 
this is what I want to do. And it was amazing. And everything, even down to when you would listen to his music, there was always so much conviction. It, it almost seemed like there was nothing that he ever, ever held back when it came to, to his music and when it came to singing something. So you felt everything that, that he had to say. Um, and I, you always believe it. And, and it's absolutely amazing. And he had, he had passion, he had attitude, he had edge, and he was an incredible dancer. So seeing that he had all of that all together, I wanted to be that type of, of entertainer where I wasn't just a singer and I wasn't just a dancer, but I was like able to do everything. So the marriage that's of the when two. I would start to, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, and the fact that everything was just a whole amazing spectacle, it was very theatrical. So I'm just like, I want the lights and sparks and the, and the crazy costumes and the glitter. And I'm like, I'm here for it. So, <laughs> um, but he, there was something about him that was just like the way he performed. It was very, like he was, like he was free, you know, he was just out there and free. And hi, sorry, my boyfriend just came in. <laughs> um, Shout out to the boyfriend. Hello. <laughs> so um, that inspired me insanely like I was again I was immediately obsessed and wanted to be that type of artist and then when I got to see that his sister Janet did the same thing I was yeah. like there's a girl version yes <laughs> and she's talented in her own right I think she doesn't oh, get yeah, enough yeah, respect absolutely. I think she doesn't get enough respect historically for her contributions yeah. to music you know and, and yeah. there's something, and, and one of the things I wanted to also bring up, since you mentioned Michael Jackson, right? Because Michael Jackson is one of my first idols, like, ever in the history of life, right? Mm -hmm. um, for me, too. But I will say, that this is, the, I'm going to ask you this question, because it came up right now when we're talking about it. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to compare the two albums that always get compared, and you have to give me which one you will take over the other, and then I'll give you mine, all right? As far as like what you prefer, right? Okay, okay. here we go. Oh Off the wall versus thriller. Mm. Which one? If you have to pick, just like you got, you can't have both. You got to have one or the other. And then I'll give you mine, and I'll tell you why. Um. Okay. I'm going to pick off the wall. <laughs> nice oh man I, all right all right i thought you were gonna pick thriller because everybody picks thriller. it's so close it's so it's, close so i it's know close. it's the most popular one <laughs> it's yeah super popular I, i'll tell you i i see i argue with people about this like i will argue mm -hmm. to the death about this off the wall is a better album than thriller i'm sorry and that's me that's me. I'm sorry. I will put it up against anybody. That that album, there is no other album that makes me feel like Off the Wall. I adore Off the Wall. Thriller to me yeah. was kind of like, I love Thriller, but Thriller's kind of like, he starts to get to that point where he's like more pop to me. I feel like Off the Wall has like that soulful essence that he used to have when he was with the Jackson 5, but just in a different way. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, there's definitely more of a connection there as he, which I guess makes sense. It's just, he started off, it, you know, with, with the Jacksons and then, and then um, start to evolve and, and go into off the wall. 
Um, but there's definitely some like, I feel like off the wall is a, it's a whole mood. It just, it yeah, feels good. I agree. It, it does. It feels album. great. It really yeah. Is. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, it makes me feel so good. Like it, it could make you feel really good. Like you said, or, and then there's some songs that make you like you in your feelings. Right. So it, like you said, it's a mood. You'll be in your feelings. You're like, ah, oh, like there, you ever hear something that you're like, you want to feel, I don't know. I can't, it's a weird thing, right? You want to feel sad. I can't explain it. We love sad songs. We love to feel like, yeah. not depressed. Cause now people go too crazy with the, with the depressed <laughs> stuff. Like, let's not, you know, let's not go. What I mean is I'm being respectful. I'm not saying, you know, people with illnesses and stuff. I'm talking about like people go too far. Like, Oh, well, I'm so upset and I'm so, I don't mean that way. What I mean is like, you want to feel a certain way. You want to feel, Hey, I feel kind of sappy today, you know, in that way. Yeah. 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 Just being honest about how, how you feel, you right. know, which again, he knew how to do um, in a great way. So even if there was a song that made you like feel a sense of hope, but it was a hope that brought you to tears you were still happy that you felt it. I think a great artist, him in particular, knows how to tap into the human experience. Um, and I think that's the power of, of music um, when you really know how to do it. Like, like, obviously he did it. It's absolutely fantastic, absolutely fantastic. So even if someone didn't want to feel sad I think that people, when they really appreciate music and they really get to experience the the feeling of the music, they get to have a moment in which they're allowed to feel um, the truth. Yeah. And I think everyone wants to be able to be truthful about how they feel. It's very easy to just compartmentalize or just brush off, you know, as a, as a coping mechanism. But... Um, Michael in particular just knew how to express a uh, human emotion and a, a human truth in the right, the right way. He just like, all right, well you hit the nail on the head. So that's exactly how it feels that, that even the way that he would cry in his voice, oh, um, love or it. even in the songs where he's angry in his voice, you're just like, you just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I totally get it. I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> Imagine and that. Like, I remember, listening to like, and this is the dangerous album, but listening to heal the world. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. When I, I remember like as a kid, I, I definitely felt connected to it, but when you get older, you have more of an understanding of the world. And then when I did listen to it as an adult, like I like, you feel like the, the cry, like come to right about here. And then you can feel that in your throat. <laughs> you feel right that. Behind the yeah. eyes. Yes. And then right behind yeah. the eyes. So, um, yeah, I, I love the honesty and, and the truthful truthfulness um, behind what he does. And, and then when it comes to, let's say, his first album, Off the Wall, um, I, I, can, I can sense sort of his youthfulness, um, but he's still honest. So it's just that sort of point in his life. Um, but he's still got like that edge and that attitude that makes you excited about listening to him. Um, do his ho his own album. I love. Yeah, he has that album. edge. I'll never get tired of that music. I'll never get tired of like rock with you. I'll never get tired of heartbreak. 
hotel. I love, oh, I love, look at, oh, she's giving, she's giving us a little, <laughs> a little snippet. She's giving us a little snippet of the, uh, of uh, the vocals. I'm, the vocal range is there. Um, yeah, Heartbreak he Hotel. Me too. Yeah, yeah love, it's so yeah. good. And vocally, he inspired me as well because I'll hear the way that he hits the notes, the the sort of vibrato that he does, and even the moments in which you hear that little bit of like grit in his voice. And like he does all kinds of colorful things with his voice. Um, but listening to that, I remember being little and wanting to kind of emulate, even emulate like the the pain in his voice, the pain yeah. and the sweetness. Love it. Oh. It was always, yeah, it was always great. Like you would hear the, um, you know, where you would hear the, 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 you could feel, you could hear the pain. You could hear the, the, that mm -hmm. little sweetness, that little touch of sweetness he'd have in his voice. And you could hear that, right. that when he was happy, when you could, when he was not so happy, when it was that little roughness too, like that you alluded to that little anger, that little tough, he had that too. A lot of people think they would just, oh, you know, hey, I'm Michael Jackson. Like, no, he was, <laughs> he would get mad. Like, he would give you that rough, that, that so my baby, yeah. like that, you know, like that little yeah. roughness. So, um, who else are, what, what were some of the other, I guess, the other influences that really kind of mm -hmm. touched you? Um, <clears throat> so, some other people definitely were um i loved tlc um tlc overall like vocally as well as as um the way that they presented themselves it was very empowering i was like these girls are badass i love it conceptually yeah, i think sort of their, they all had their own character in a way oh yeah but oh it was yeah edgy. it was edgy it was fun it was sexy it was cool it was chill like it was awesome there will never be another TLC. The way that they they you're 100 percent right. Like that 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 whole package, as a group, as a as a unit, was so different. Was so ahead. There was not you know remember it wasn't Salt and Pepper. It wasn't like Escape. Remember Escape. All these groups back. Yeah. They were all. It wasn't Total. TLC was like in a group by themselves, like a class alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Amazing. They're, I think they're, they have to be like my favorite female group of all time. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. Good. Yeah. 100%. Um, love Boys to Men. Ah, Boys to Men yes. as well. My gosh. Love them. They could, they don't, they don't just. Crying? Yeah. crying? Listen to Boys to Men and you'll be crying tears of joy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like all the emotions will come out. I'm just like, <laughs> like your heart is broken, but you also love it. <laughs> yeah, you're you're 100 right. They they don't just sing. You know how people say, "Well, they can sing." No, they could sing. Dang. They could sing like them boys could sing. Like they, yes. like I'm doing just fine. That song, I'm doing just fine. Right. I I love a bunch of them. I mean, I, but that song for some reason that song hits me. Like I'm doing just fine. Like that song. Oh, that's a little secret about me. I, I could shoot notes out. I don't really sing like that, but. Go ahead. <laughs> but I, I've been told I, I'm okay. I'm I could sing like a, a little bit, but I'm not like I'm not a singer. But okay. Um okay, just wanna you know I'm not a singer. I'm not trying to pretend I'm a singer, like a karaoke singer. But um yeah. that song I'm doing just fine. Oh, it hits me. It hits me. Mm -hmm. It just does. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Definitely. So um 
so that that's interesting you bring that up because like like we said there's there's such a lack of and you're not seeing groups either which i noticed now that we're bringing it up right i mean where are the groups you're not yeah. seeing group where are the right where are the groups in the 90s and the early 2000s yeah like a million groups huge thing yeah even into the 2000s you're right i mean you had like jagged edge and 112 and like it just it went well swv is another one that i love um oh yes underrated um, underrated there was lots of groups yeah 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 um a lot of them they were so good and it was always so exciting to hear about um like like new groups that would come out and yeah and then all of a sudden it like wasn't a thing anymore which was so yeah, interesting it's crazy like all of a sudden yeah, you don't see bands, but there weren't groups right right it, yeah there's, a, there's a, obviously there's a clear distinction right so like yeah i don't i don't know if it's like the labels now because as you see record labels folding it's like oh i don't want to pay five people like <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. i'll pay one you know yeah. make them a vocalist or make her a, a soloist whatever and it's like what's going on here it's just crazy like like just it's sad it's lacking that part is lacking yeah. now that we met yeah. i wasn't even planning to talk about that but you're right it's it's true <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy how much had, had changed really especially since we used to see so many so many of them yeah for sure. Now I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to switch gears to, cause obviously I want to talk about your, your stuff as well. We'll, we'll do that mm -hmm. uh, a little bit in, in a few minutes, like towards the end. Um, cause I, I really want to get, you know, I want you to plug your stuff. Cause I, I really want people to know, you know, what you're all about to know, yeah. uh, the projects, all that stuff. We'll, we'll get into that. Um, I just want to really touch base on the, like the legacy of Latinos in R&B slash yeah. soul music, because it's really, there's layers to it. There's a lot of people who don't realize, first of all, I'm going to throw out a name and and you probably know who this person is. I'm, you remember Frankie Lyman of the teenagers? Yeah. They made the whole movie about why do fools fall in love and yeah. right. Why do birds mm -hmm. sing so gay? All that, that group had, did you know, maybe, you know, maybe you don't, I'm not judging one way or the other. A lot of people don't know that group had two people who were Puerto Rican in that group. Two. Really? Yes. That I did not know. In the 1950s, doo-wop music. This was doo-wop. Now, doo-wop is like a father or a mother, whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, of R&B music. Doo-wop. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So Herman Santiago and Joe Negroni were two kids of Puerto Rican descent. They were kids at the time. Puerto Rican descent in the 1950s who sang with that group, the teenagers. Now, mind you, Frankie Lyman was the star. Okay, let's... Yeah. Let's get that out the way. Obviously, you can anybody can Google him and see it. his story is very tragic. Developed a horrible addiction and, and passed away at a very young age, unfortunately. Yeah. But Joe Negroni and Herman Santiago, Herman Santiago is still alive today. Um, they were part of that legacy. They had a baritone. There were baritone singers in that group. Um, they were a part of that legacy. And a lot of people don't know about that. That story is not told very much. At that time... There was no one really waving a flag because no one knew what to make of us. You understand? We were just there. So I guess people, they, they probably just thought they were mixed or like they were just part black or whatever. Mm -hmm. But just an interesting thing. And so they're part of that legacy, right? Mm -hmm. And then from there, you have Richie Valens. Now, Richie Valens sang rock, right? Yeah. But 
if you listen to that muse, his voice, very soulful. Yeah. Very soulful. Um, Richie Valens was a soulful singer. And so he was part of that legacy. And then, of course, you have to fast forward to freestyle. People don't, right? People don't think of freestyle as R&B, but it's, <laughs> in a way, it was. It was yeah. hip-hop R&B. It was urban music. It yeah, was. It was. Um, tell, I guess, tell me about, because since we're mentioning freestyle, is there anyone who, did you grow up listening to freestyle? Did you like freestyle? Tell me about if freestyle influenced you. Okay. So it's actually very interesting that you mentioned freestyle music because um, as uh, one of the things that I do on the side is that I tour with um, April Harris of Seduction. Ah, yes. I know her. I don't know yeah. her personally, but I know of her. Yes. Yeah. So April Harris was in the group Seduction. Um, I think it was their first their first uh, song that came out was um, You're My One and Only. Yep. Uh, in back in 89 and big hit um, big hit yep um with her uh, michelle visage and um idalis leon yes De leon. <laughs> so basically um she continued to tour over the years and it was actually like i think almost 10 years ago or so that um that i met her uh, through my best friend, she was already working with her and they needed another singer. So I got acquainted with April and she's amazing. She's such a good singer. She's such a powerful singer live when you hear her. There's no auto-tune, there's nothing. It's just, she gives the rawness. So she's just completely real. And no, that's how no, she too. wants it. That's how she wants it. So, um, so yeah, speaking of freestyle music, we do like the, the freestyle explosion tours and super freestyle explosion um and actually we're we're doing a, a freestyle explosion show um in august in san antonio so it's going to be our first one post pandemic so um so yeah i mean i definitely heard I, you know i was very young but i definitely heard freestyle music around um at a very young age i feel like it was it was a fairly brief time um, yeah, but agreed. But I do remember that it was it was a thing. You know, you'd hear it at the pizza shop and <laughs> someone's playing it loud from their car. So, but it's definitely very cool to still to still um, somehow be be connected to it. The fans are amazing. Yeah, they they're diehard. They diehard. Yeah, they they're come and they are ready for a good time, and it is like all positive vibes, and they're singing with you and everything. So, they're just so full of love and and life, and there's they're there to have like the, they're the best party animals you can think of. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine way. they're loyal to their their genre. They love their artists, and, and yeah, you know, like Lisa, 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 Lisa started She's touring great. again. Yeah, she started yeah, touring I, again. I, I, she yeah. she took a long break and she's mm -hmm. back out there again doing, you know, shows and stuff. And she's another one. She's a pioneer. Like she deserves to get that recognition for what she's been able to do. Like, yeah, she's career. really nice, too. So it's, it's great. Like seeing her several times. Yeah, no, yeah, she's great. <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine. I mean, I, I've never had the opportunity to meet her, but I, I've seen her in interviews and I feel like she's just so humble considering like yeah i feel like telling her like I, if i were to meet her I, I feel like telling her like do you realize what you've done like <laughs> you've carried like you've carried a torch like you you were that like you're like a madrina right yeah. she's like a madrina uh -huh. she carried that torch for dozens and dozens of 
artists to come after that. Like if it weren't for Lisa Lisa and that group, like who knows what would have happened? Like she carried that torch for so long and she deserves a lot of credit for that. And again, I include her in that conversation of R&B slash soul because that's all relative. See, R&B is not just one sound. R&B, soul music, freestyle has a lot because it's it's soulful. Freestyle had emotion. It had, yeah. the beats were different. What made it different, freestyle, right, was the beats. It was in the 80s, so you get a lot of that. Dun, 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 like yeah. you get, right? <laughs> but it was soulful. Yeah. So that, that's, that's and, and that legacy, I wanted to make sure that I mentioned that legacy on this on this episode because it means a lot to me as well. So, uh, you know, as, oh, as a sure. fellow Puerto Rican too, yeah. um, you know, it, it means a lot. So, um, mm -hmm. so talk to us about what you have going on. I know you mentioned about the, the song, Tell Me, Any New Music, uh, mm -hmm. Projects, let enlighten us enlighten the masses all right so um so i'm actually in the process of um of signing an agreement with um his name's andre deo um he actually wrote jenny from the block um so he's an amazing songwriter he, what i also love about him is that his writing style is very similar to to basically how i write so when we put our brains together it's awesome um and then if any moment that i'm having writer's block which drives me crazy then his brain is flowing you know i'm just like okay so it's really just uh, a really great we work great as a team and it's a great collaborative um effort um so we're basically gonna be working on an ep so i'm so excited <laughs> wow that, that sounds that's amazing that's great yeah that's great yeah and it's gonna definitely have, you know, that R&B flavor. Um, and I think even a little bit of that Latin flavor too. Um, Cause uh, one of the producers were also working with his, his name's Chino, but he's he's Puerto Rican. <laughs> of course, of course. He's... <laughs> there's always a Hispanic dude named Chino. Chino, there's always, Chino Tito. See, let's Tito. keep it real. There's always a Puerto Rican named Chino or Tito, okay. like Orlito or Pito. Uh -huh. It's always Hector. what I eat, Hector. Uh -huh. There's always so, a Puerto Rican named Hector. Yeah, and and Chino is also extremely talented. He he's extremely creative and puts together some really dope tracks. So I'm excited about that as well. Even from what I've heard so far, so we're executing that. Um, also, I'm really hoping to do. Um, I'm sort of doing like a newer sort of revamped version of tell me so i've had tell me out for a while um but i'm also going to be working on that again um and then hopefully doing a music video to that soon ah music video see that's that's what that's what we need I'm right now we need that music it, yeah. video we yes. need a music video any idea as far as like a concept for it or are you, is it still kind of like in the back of your head you're like i mean you don't have to say it if you don't want to because i know how <laughs> artists are with this stuff like you know, I'm like that with my with my own stuff too. Like, I don't want to give yeah. my hand. I don't want to tell you know show my hand yet. But <laughs> in your head, I'm I'm imagining right. You have a plan probably for what you want to do. Yeah, there's a couple of different concepts in mind for sure. Um, okay. I always go based on on what I can what I can visualize, but I definitely want to surprise people. 
No, yeah, yeah. Don't uh, I call myself? I, uh, that's my bad. Okay, I'm slapping no, no, myself. Slapping myself great, on the wrist because artists it's a great listen. I know. To ask. I know how I artists are. <laughs> I know how artists are. You know, artists they wanna. You know, um, artists always wanna keep their. Which I'm no different. You know, I I just started this podcast not too long ago, so I'm not like you know. We're still growing. We still, you know, I still have a lot, um, a lot more to do that I want to accomplish. But um, certainly, with my stuff, I'm the same way. With my designs, with everything, like I like to keep things close to the vest. So. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like working, like working quietly. Oftentimes, it's like that's usually how I roll. So, like, it's great, you know, sharing what I'm working on. But even like just some details, it's just like people may not even know that I'm fully, fully like working on something and I kind of want to keep it that way because I I don't know I just I get into a place where I, I kind of sometimes need to be in in a bubble I need to not have you know anyone in there you know or even any opportunity for anyone to chime in just in case um I just need everything clear and I just need my just it's just it's weird to describe but I just need to be in my bubble of of working on it and um, and having it right. And then people will know when it's, oh, by the way, <laughs> what are you, here you go. <laughs> right, here you go. Oh, out right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'd rather just like, I just work quietly and then I and then I come out. I love that element of surprise. I, I agree with you. I'm the same <laughs> way with everything. I'm the same way with my content as well. Like I like to, you know, and, and we're very much, we're always works in progress. So I'm yes. sure like I speak for myself, but I'm sure you're very much you view yourself in the same way. Like I'm a work in progress. Right. That's you know where you are, but you're always getting better. And I think that's that's important. Yeah, um, there's definitely some there's some um, it's a journey. So I think it's for, at least for me, it's important for me to go through the journey um, the way that I need to. Um on on my own and of course like if i needed support from like the closest people in my life like my boyfriend my mom my dad my sister whoever um you know certainly i'd reach out to them but otherwise it's like um i'm also not someone who i don't really like to be so vocal about like saying what my plans are like oh i'm gonna do this and, I'm gonna do that, da, 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 and then be constantly out about it i i guess maybe i just maintain a level of privacy or something i'm just i don't know i'm very very to myself um but i like to i just prefer it that way i'm just like i'm not going to talk so much about like generally like all the plans that i have i'd rather put in the work on the the project or plan that i want and then people will start to see that something's going on and, and then and then i I'll respect talk that yeah yeah so it's just it's just a process for me, you know, and that's always what I feel the most comfortable with. But don't get me wrong, like I'm I'm cool with telling you, you know, this is what's going on. No, you gotta you gotta promote. You gotta yeah, do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta so promote. Listen, <laughs> find me here, find me there. I'm I'm over here, yeah. I'm over there. Spotify. Um, like Spotify, Spotify, tell me, Bianca, look for her mm -hmm. over there on Spotify. Um Apple plug you. Go ahead. Apple Music. What else? Go ahead, plug them, uh, plug them. There's um Amazon Music, um, oh gosh, if you can think of streaming platforms, they're there. Um, <laughs> they know Stitcher? Like Are you on Stitcher? Am I on Stitcher? What? I mean, Stitcher is more of a, a podcast format, but uh, <laughs> Apple, Amazon? 
Yes. Amazon? Amazon, okay. CD Baby. Um, there's... Gosh. Basically, basic, yeah. wink, wink. It's basically, everywhere. <laughs> ready, wink, wink. Basically, everywhere where you could catch this podcast. It's actually yes. true, yes. Yes. <laughs> so listen to her song and listen to this episode, too, on the podcast. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also posted it on my YouTube channel as well. You can look for it on uh, my YouTube channel, Bianca's Music. Um, so just in case, I know that there, like I had um, some people that, you know, they may not have certain streaming platforms. And then, you know, if that's the case, they're able to visit my YouTube channel and, and, and listen to my song there as well. So that's an option. But, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And we're, we're going to have, by the way, with full disclosure, we're going to have all your, your plugs here, um, on the description of this video as well. <laughs> so, yep, This will be uploaded to the Santos says podcast, uh, YouTube, and I will have all your information so that people know how to, where to find you and, um, where, where they can get in touch with you. Um, and all those things. So now any parting words, anything you want to tell the people, Anything, I don't know. I'm out of words. I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, well, first, thank you so much for having me on here um, and for really the opportunity to talk about all these really amazing things in, in music, um, you know, past, present, and future. Um, and very, very excited about um, my journey and my music. Um, and... Um, one of the things I'm also very grateful for is being is really the opportunity to connect with the, um, the Latino community, my fellow Boricuas, but also, you know, Mexican, Dominican, Cuban, um, you know, everyone in, in, in uh, Central and South America. Just, you know, there is um, uh, a lot of love that I've, I've felt from, from you all, and I'm extremely, extremely grateful. Um, and I hope, especially, you know, growing up New Yorican, <laughs> um, you know, you, you learn a lot about, you know, your culture and you learn a lot of, you know, why we have the pride that we have and, and the, the passion that we have and, um, and, and I want to make everybody proud, you know? I, I take a lot of pride in, in, in working hard. I take a lot of pride in, in being myself through my music and sharing my creativity um, and letting the world know that there are Boricua R&B singers. <laughs> there are Boricua R&B singers out there um, that, you know, love to you know immerse themselves in in music um and creativity um but overall i'm i'm so excited i'm so excited to use my music to connect with everyone but the latino community in particular um and i hope you guys enjoy thank you De definitely no listen we're we're supporting you um 100 i know i speak lot, i speak yeah it, you know we're supporting you a lot and and that was one of the reasons i wanted to bring you on because i really you know respect what you're doing um respect you know i wanted to really highlight that you know i think people focus too much on the negativity and the nonsense that goes on especially when it comes to our people and so my one of the goals i had from the beginning was to highlight whenever i had a chance to highlight the positive things that people are doing uh, artists, 
um, musicians, um, you know, artists, musicians, entrepreneurs such as yourself, um, and really bring light to people like you, uh, so such as yourself. So I'm I'm very grateful. I'm very. Uh, it means a lot that you came on. That you were very gracious. You know, you're doing a lot of things, and you you came on to my show. So I, I'm very <laughs> grateful for that. You know. Well, I was very excited. I was very excited for this. So thank you. <laughs> Thank, thank you so much. And um, we'll, we'll definitely look, we'll, we'll keep in touch. We're again, we'll, we'll have all your plugs, uh, we'll, all your social media, everything. And um, again, make sure you check out Bianca, check out the single, tell me on all audio formats, check her out on YouTube, check out her. You have a website as well, right? I'm or, building it. Right oh, now. you're building it right now. Yeah. I saw, okay. I think that I was looking at the Spotify link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So website is under construction right now. Yes. And she's she's just hitting them over the head with tons of stuff at the same time. So wait for all that work that's coming. Um, all right. So um, with that said, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was an honor. Uh, Bianca, anytime, anytime you always, you know, you're always welcome. And um, the support is, is real. And uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate thank having you. Thank you so much. Likewise. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And again, salute to everybody out there. And um, until next time. <laughs> so, um, first of all, that, what a great, um, what a great talent. It was really an, uh, a real privilege to have someone there. Uh, such as her, uh, Bianca. Make sure you check out Bianca. Check out her single, Tell Me. Um, I'm going to plug all her um, social media stuff and and um, where you can find her, get in contact with her for business inquiries. And uh, and check out her music. I think it's important that we support uh, people who are passionate about what they do, who are doing great things, uh, people who have that spirit, who have that hunger to succeed. And um, as a Latino... As a Puerto Rican, I am very proud uh, to be able to give people a platform like that or not give them a platform, but to not only that, but to support them. And we need to support each other. We need to uh, grow, continue to build with one another, uh, one another and um, and continue to, to make progress in this country and uh, really support, continue to support each other's artistic endeavors and uh, and. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Again, uh, I thank her for coming on. And again, make sure that you guys check us out. Don't forget to subscribe at uh, Santos-Threads, uh, S-A-N-T-O-S-T-H-R-E-A-D-S. Subscribe right now. You get a discount off of your first purchase or you subscribe at the store. Or you can get nice merch such as this right here, this History Makers tee such as and also this hat that I have right here, this dad hat, man, it's a shop right here. Check out these items. I will post the link in the description of the YouTube video as far as where to get this. And uh, definitely make sure also you can listen to me on audio format on uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, what, is, what is the other one called? Amazon Music. And uh, you could check us out or you could also check me out on YouTube, uh, the Santos Says Podcast on uh, YouTube, if you want to uh, catch this episode on uh, video format. So again, I want to thank everybody for listening. And remember, don't just say what you mean or mean what you say. 
Say it with your chest. Peace. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. I, I forgot to say, do not forget to follow me on Instagram. Santos Thread Shop. Peace.